When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia at Showplace Icon Theaters at the West End in St. Louis Park for Project Down and Dirty Film Fest, you guys. We have been raising money for the Alexandra House in response to domestic abuse, and we want to thank all of our My Talk listeners who have donated to our charity and all the charities that all the shows are raising money for. So thank you to everyone, and thank you to Lori and Julia. You guys have been making this week really fun to be around because the film we have been filming, mostly you guys, has been hysterical. Thank you. Thank you. No, I, Julia, it's gonna I be mean, perfect. it's going to happen. I hope you're ready for paparazzi. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> it's going to oh, be fun. I'm telling you. And, you know, we right now are trying to get to our goal by um, 4.30 to be at 2,500. We're at 2,000. We yes. have to, Lori, Tam, Tammy was listening to you. Why don't you? Tammy read? County gave $200 dedicated to Lori and Julia. This is going to make us cry. $200 for 10 years Rating a 10 for entertainment yes. and open conversation. So, for like, 20 years. Yeah, for 20. That is so nice. Thank you. Thank that you. That is so, so sweet. So, so, these are the. Go ahead and put in a dedication. Yeah. With your donation, <laughs> no. there is a little line. You can dedicate. Some yeah. people oh, have or been, for somebody. Yeah. yeah, some people, you know, want to dedicate to yes. somebody. And yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's really sweet. And yeah. we are trying to get. Grant side by side. He is, he has a sweet, creepy baby doll that his godmother made of him, like out of a cer- clay, ceramic, ceramic class, and it's and it, she used the picture of you and your first little baby. How old are you in this photo? I would say I'm nine months. Not even. Not maybe, even. Not even. You're no. a big husky boy. Yeah, I think it was eight. It, the numbers will be there. I've got my weight and and, uh, oh, yeah, and yeah. inches and everything. So, so you'll she see my... made this doll, and then you, your mom's. Put you the doll in that outfit that you wore, yes. and the family has had this doll. And we're going to do this side by side, and we can see Bev's amazing ceramic work. <laughs> it's really good. It's an it's an amazing doll, but it, it all ties into the creepy doll. Not that this one's creepy, but we have a creepy doll prop that you will see in our movie. And everyone everyone's has movie. to. Yeah. Everyone is doing this. Make way for the creepy so. doll. Yes. <laughs> And we've really got a creepy one with no eyes or a mouth. Yeah. That's what makes it so creepy, I guess. Poltergeist, for sure. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for it to spin its head I around. Yeah, and... that's Exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> Exorcist, there we I go. Know. How about that Mike Rinder interview? Okay, Holy so crap. if you're just joining us, um, you have to listen to um, oh. the replay or the podcast. Um, so he was on. He he was such a big wig at top, 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 top. At he Scientology. is the one who figured out how to lobby Clinton. Who Bill Clinton yes. said 
He had two regrets in his presidency. And mm-hmm. Monica Lewinsky was one? Well, that <laughs> should be number three. Uh, but he's one. out loud said the don't ask, don't tell, mm-hmm. and then also granting yes. church exempt status to Scientology. And Mike Rinder is the one, he Who writes in, it in the book yeah. about how they convinced the U.S. government that Scientology would be a church. I cannot And that's why they wait. buy buildings, buildings, buildings with these donations. Right. In case Tampa, St. Pete. Oh, is yeah. owned by Scientology. Yeah. Yeah. A big part of it. Well, the Scientology mm-hmm. Center has been evacuated along with all of Tampa and all of Florida. <laughs> that is, those are just really yeah. catastrophic uh, photos. And we know that the U.S. government will, you know, they're going to be in there. People Red will Cross, be yes. FEMA. And so, so, but our thoughts are, we are thinking about it because there's a lot of Minnesota, Florida oh, yeah. connection. Yeah. Absolutely. Arizona and Florida, the two places the yeah. Minnesotans go. Yeah. 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 You know, just to let you know, um, you know, our charity that we're raising money for is the Alexander House. Mm-hmm. And, and the funds, here's where they're, they're going to go to. They're going to be donated to support the victims, survivors of domestic, sexual, and relationship violence as well as el- elder abuse by providing supportive services, including emergency shelter, 24-hour hotline, helpline, legal advocacy, which we talked about is so important mm-hmm. because there's so much shenanigans that goes on. People by- need orders of protection. Exactly. Yes. And mm-hmm. that costs $275. We learned that yesterday, $250. Mm-hmm. Um, hospital advocacy, support groups, housing, supportive services, youth service, basic needs and assistance. It just, the list goes on, and so we, for like um, $125 a day, they can provide housing for an adult and a child, mm-hmm. and it takes about $875 for a week of that. So just to break it down, yeah, and again, $20 goes so far. It's, it would, every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. So, so are you feeling? Um, uh, well, I'm feeling I want to share this story with you, because I'm so intrigued with this. So Okay. Tom Hanks is going to add novelist to his resume. So it's okay. He's not only the best liked person in Hollywood, the Jimmy Stewart. Of, he really you is. Know, and yeah. uh, in he, some of the best movies, movies ever. Although he says he thinks he's only been in about four good. Right, I saw that uh, movies or projects, but he didn't name which ones. Well, but I'd... he is going to have a novel really? that is coming out next May. He's calling it a wildly ambitious book. The name of it. The making of another motion picture masterpiece will cover 80 years and lead to the opening of a movie. And the book is star-studded with a troubled soldier, a young kid, an eccentric director, a pompous film star, and a production assistant. So this is... uh, So he's writing... He's writing a A novel, novel. but it's, you know... Going to be made into a movie. Maybe, but I mean that's the premise of the book it. is this, yeah. and so he's probably using real life experiences, kind of a Romana clef. But he's, they're calling it Penguin Random. Said uh, it is a big deal. It's a novel. Okay, it, it is a novel. It is a fictional book, but he's drawing on his movie making, and, and he's obsessed with typewriters. Yes, he did write that one yes. book about oh. dedicated oh, he has to so typewriters. Many typewriters. Hmm. I, lo- I used and to I wonder love- if he wrote this book in oh. the pandemic. Ping. Right. During COVID. Right. Because he was in filming. Yeah. We didn't learn one thing. We didn't no, write he, a book. No, Lori, we didn't write, no, Lori, Lori, learn Lori, French, no, clean Lori, the closet. Guys, stop, stop, stop. He was in Australia. He was the first person to get Australia. COVID, to get I know. COVID, but he was filming the Elvis movie. Right, but then it was shut down for almost a year. 
They didn't restart for a year. That's true. We didn't learn anything. We went to work. Yeah. yeah we and we did. would try to do videos to try to make people laugh. Yeah, yeah. Donnie was no longer with us six months into it. Mm-hmm. We were... T- two months into it. Yeah. It was yeah. actually two we were, months. Yeah, it was we so were, quick. I was, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he had a... That movie was delayed a year because of mm. COVID. So that's wow. when I think he wrote this book. Yeah. I mean, we'll see when yeah. he does interviews next year. And we year. need to thank Kristen, um, who just gave $100 on behalf Yay. of our yeah. fantastic book club. And you know what? Thank you. Thank you. Because besides just finding out stuff to talk about three for three hours a day, we read so yeah, you do. many books. I don't read one of those books. <laughs> no. You might want to read the Scientology this one, book. Uh, yeah, this, oh. this one we talked about today, that one... Is up my alley. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Because sure. he doesn't talk about like he wouldn't. He doesn't talk about anything. He doesn't have firsthand knowledge. Exactly. Of, and you know? one of the stories in there is about, and you remember this at the time, Larry, because we were on the air about all the different stories that were coming up out about Tom, Tom Travolta, John, oh, John Travolta, Travolta, and the masseuses. And so he finally. He paid, literally tells us in the book, he paid off the National Enquirer mm-hmm. enough money that they shut Stopped. it down forever. Yeah. Really? Right. Oh, it was everywhere. And the Okay, but here's the other part of that story. There is not a five-star hotel spa in Beverly Hills that Travolta is welcome at anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was big. He cannot make an massage it was, it was appointment. It was big, 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 big deal. Wow. Because yeah. that was where, that was the MO, that was, you know, maybe the where pe- people outlet. would meet. Yep, his release. Know? And, yeah, people were getting mm-hmm. just paid, like the average, I think. And they were all coming forward, though. Yeah. Everyone was talking, and then he shut that down. He writes Mike Rinder, yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick <laughs> break. We are, um, this. this is Project Down and Dirty. We are raising money. We are making movies. We are doing it for our charities. Thank you for listening and hanging out with us. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, here, here's a couple things. Um, we got a couple emails from people while we were talking to Mike Rinder. And Tammy uh, said, please ask him what his biggest adjustment was after he left Scientology. What was the most difficult to change? And... Losing his entire Losing family. Losing his entire would family. Be my guess. And, and in watching when he did the show with Leah Remini, which was almost nine years after he had left, mm-hmm. she, he left in 2007. Seven. Seven, actually, it was, it was nine years. And Leah Remini left in 2013. Um, he said that, you know, he talked about the pain. No one in his family will talk to him. They all at disconnected. All. They all did. So um, I also think. Oh, my gosh, I don't know. And then we got another email from a listener that said, OMG, I Love. literally <laughs> had to stop. I had to stop and buy the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the book, if you were just joining us, Mike Rinder. A billion years, my escape from a life in the highest ranks mm-hmm. of Scientology. I think he was 11 when his parents joined, or yeah. seven or something. Yes. He was a kid. Oh, when he said that he wrote this for his sons so that they can hopefully some... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, oh. everyone... Well, you think about it, and then if we... If you leave Scientology, then everyone exiled, that's in it, you, you, know. you are an exile. You are not no longer, uh, you know, alive to them. Wow. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's really something. Okay, so now let me ask you this. It's, it's like National Drink a Beer Day, National Be Nice to Everybody Day, National donate to Lori and Julia and, and Grant's charity. <laughs> we just need well um, 
$350 more to get to our $2,500 thing, and then we'll release the baby pics. But I'd shoot for $3,000 today. Well, no, that's just till 4.30. We have 10 minutes to get to that. We've got some other things to do, too. Right. Yeah. So we want to thank if everyone. You, if you like us, you'll show it by applauding with a $25 donation, please. It would just be fun. <laughs> It'll be fun. Okay, now, do you think this is a new thing, Lori? Um, a study found foot massages are a good treatment for menopause. Okay. Now, you really never went through it as hardcore as I did, Mm-mm. where I still have a hot spot in the back of my head. Really? Oh, yeah. I got right on it. I got. But right it doesn't the, matter. I'm symptom. on hormones and everything. But yeah. I have a ha- in my head. It's hot. Like so, when w- it's just hot, the back. And Lori's got hot foot. I've got hot head. Yeah. Grant, where I don't know. I don't know this? what's hot on where you. Where are you going with this? I'm just saying. So that <laughs> a new study. If anyone's going through <laughs> menopause right now, researchers in Cleveland think oh. they found. A, I don't know how this could be I, effective, I, but the I, foot I, massages, more foot massages, three of the most common symptoms women have in menopause: hot flashes, fatigue, and not being able to sleep. Which is why you need to get some progesterone. Yes, they found that um, by giving someone a foot massage it releases at night some. it helps them sleep an extra hour and it also helps with anxiety wow. listen you know people either love a foot massage or they hate mm-hmm. it but the foot you know like the chinese would like would like i remember <laughs> i had a lady once massage my foot and she rubbed like it's kind of in my arch and she goes she looks at me oh you big drinker <laughs> something like that because <laughs> <laughs> it was a spot on my foot that correlated Wait. with the liver. Oh, and funny. Yeah. Funny. And she did, she just spoke just a little bit of English, you know, but she was telling oh. me, like, one part of your foot is the stomach. And, yeah. you know, so it, it, there is something to be said where the foot will correlate with every single, you know, kind of organ hormone. So I, I believe this. I can't stand having my foot. Rubbed. Oh, I love it. Oh, I know. I go I get my toes done, oh. and I'm like, gentle, let's be gentle. And I Oh, should... I never get a massage, because who's got time at those things? Oh, I do, but I'm like, I just I just want, you know, long finger strokes. <laughs> I don't want any deep rubbing, because apparently I drink too much. It, 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 it and won't... I've got a sensitive foot <laughs> due to my liver. There you go. Did we get any new donations? Um, but I just think that's good news for people if you want to use it to your advantage. Um, honey, if you give me more foot massages, this could help me out in this well, time. Well, the sex better be at the end of that rainbow. Well, that doesn't work. That, the foot massage always runs up the leg. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. I mean, why stop there? I know. Okay. Now, this is... hey oh, well, Come it. on. Yeah, no, I'm come on. No, hey, this is... Anything to do with a massage. Porn music in the background. Anything to do with a massage. It, it leads. It can always lead to good things. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounters counter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's, that's true. But you yeah. need to try. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Casey's been very disappointed at my schedule this week because oh, he's seen me in pantyhose. Check. He likes that. You know, I had, my, I had some really amazing pantyhose. Then, I had, pant- then uh-huh. I had pantyhose on again today, a lacy tight, you know, and he's just like, damn, what time are you going to get home tonight? <laughs> right. And are you going to be absolutely exhausted? Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, he's like, you're just giving me so much this week. It has been a lot. Mesh. <laughs> he's seen me in see-through stuff. I mean, yeah. he sees me staging all this stuff, and he's just like, his mouth is hanging open. <laughs> it's, it's been a you have looked good, Lori. You have yes. looked good. We both so have you. looked good. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I've but, just I mean, tried to look silly. Our wardrobing styling is another character in our movie. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I can safely say that. Yes. And it's all 100% from our own closets, which is either scary or fabulous. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> we have costume clothes. 100%. And if people can't come in person, because there are still some tickets yeah. to the last two screenings. And these screenings aren't long. Our movies are 8 to 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's one still at 8 o'clock and 8.30 that mm-hmm. we still have some um, tickets tickets to. Seats. And I really think I think this is a big opportunity to see it up on the big screen. Oh, it'll be fun. I think it's but be we're fun, gonna, but we we're also g- have um, a virtual way that you can donate money. No? Oh, you can donate money, yeah. Virtually. Yeah, no, they're yeah. working on oh. a way to buy oh. a link afterwards, after yes. the premiere, yes. for people to watch it. And then there, it's a way for us, you know, yeah. a donation. Because my mom wants to see it. Your my mom, mom wants, wants to see it. it. Yeah. My dad lightly expressed interest, but his wife smacked him and my, said, no, we want to watch this, Larry. Yeah, my child, <laughs> I said, you do want to watch this. Yeah. Yes. You know, oh, right? the, the, any, yeah, anybody so, yeah, who's and, a fan of these two is definitely going to Yeah, and you know, there's all kinds of people that listen that yeah. don't live here yeah right exactly that can't get the opportunity to right. come absolutely yes. so yes. there'll be something yes that is all going We're on tbd people we can only do 150 jobs at once there we go okay then thank that goes you. for everybody here thank you everyone for donating um five more minutes let's try and get to let's get that 2500 come on so we can see grant's photo oh, i'm you, telling you you it's gotta see so, these so sweet and it'll be a real source of shame to us if we can't even get you know, two hundred dollars in five minutes. We well, need it. I love yeah. that it's two. It was. It's. It's. We'll make know, it happen. I'll make the difference. Three fifty. If we get there, three fifty. She's not even close. It's the math. It's the math. I'll make a donation. I'll make a donation. All right. So here's the deal. We've got Mike back at the MyTech Studios. Mike, what is happening with the traffic? Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. We are at the uh, Twin Cities Film Fest headquarters. Yes. We our charity is Victoria House and um, Alexandra House. I don't know why I said Victoria. Um, we are getting a little slap happy here and tired, but we are delighted to have Candace Amundsen with us. Hi, Candace. Candace. Yes. Oh, hi. I'm sorry I didn't hear you. How are you today? Good. How are you? We're great. Thank you for joining us. Do we need to check in on our fundraising? Though? Yes. Can okay. we just before we, we talk had a little with you, goal that we were trying to get to, Candace, of twenty five hundred. And we want to thank Lori and Elena Berg for their donation. Anonymous for their donation. Anonymous for a donation. Anonymous. Did we get to twenty five hundred? We passed it. So Grant, Grant, yeah. post your photo. Yes. Um, we're giving it to the social media folks. Um, you know our big staff that we have. Yeah. And. Um, 
um, they're going to send out the photo. So we just reached a milestone. Yes. So, um, Candace. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for being here today. And we know you just spoke at um, Alexandra House's um, Hope Fest event this past weekend. Can you share with our listeners your experience with the Alexandra House? Yes, yes. And thanks for having me. Um, I turned to them when I was in a situation, a domestic situation, and um, really was looking for some answers to a lot of my questions, so legal questions, safety questions. I really wasn't sure where to go um, or really who to talk to. So I reached out to them, and they had lots of resources. They connected me with the right people, and really I was able to make a plan and get out safely. So my story was just to you know thank them and um, just let the community know that they do so much. They pour in so much, you know, sweat, tears. You know, they're there for people and really just are huge in our community. And, and I can't thank them enough for everything that they did. That's awesome. And, you know, we talked with Tina yesterday um, from the Alexander House about all the different resources that prov- they provide. But, you know, as a as a woman who's experienced domestic violence and a survivor people it happens to people from all walks of life um and we know that from personal experience and um we and we're just wondering you know how hard it was to get out of your situation you know it's it's so hard um i mean you you have all these circumstances so me, I was single mom, had an animal, so dog, um, you know, didn't have really the resources because there was a lot of financial control in my situation. Mm-hmm. So really, I, I didn't know where I could turn. I didn't have ability just to step up and step out. Um, so it's also very scary because you statistically know that when people leave a situation is oftentimes when the most violence can happen. And so that alone is just very scary. There's not one way for one person to get out of that situation. It's, and it's very hard to tell them how to do it. So it's, you know, one of the things that took me many times. Um, I felt like I kept falling and failing and, and I just, you know, really kept falling forward, just kept moving forward. So I always say to people, even if it's just one conversation or one thing every day that gets you one step closer, you know, just to keep trying because it, it will take you many times sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> so and keep I, going, I do like, you will I get do, there. I do like that in um, when we talked with Tina, you know, everybody has a different story and a different situation there isn't no there isn't like a typical situation for for um people that are getting out of something like i know when um i married my uh second husband he was you know first it just started out you know kind of emotional abuse i would say and then you know kind of some psychological thing and when he did finally punch me in the face and give me a black eye it still took me another eight months to leave. And I lied to my friends about how I got me. the black eye. And I didn't have a kid. I didn't have a dog. I had my own money and job. And I'd never seen an abusive relationship. So it was so, um, I love you, I hate you, I love you, I hate you. You're questioning your own mind. There's so much crazy making. And I think that's important for people to kind of understand about 
how this happens because it's slow. It's not like yeah. somebody shows you their true colors. They get you to love them first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it can happen with, um, you know, now that I've been an advocate, people have come to me. So I have, you know, a lot of men that will come to me and say that their wives have abused them or even in situations where um, there's control and abuse with a child to an elderly parent um, mm-hmm. that they might be living with and they're controlling finances. So it, it can happen, you know, privately with, you know, a partner. It can happen in a family or a friend setting. It can really happen anywhere. Yeah, it can. And and so, you know, when people think, oh, it's just, you know, it's something that happens, you know, you've seen an abusive dad so you thought it was okay to be with an abusive partner but that isn't how it works it really like you just said i mean it could happen anytime anywhere to anybody and you don't even realize it's happened until you're in it and then there's shame there's embarrassment there's this there i mean you know there's a lot of uh things going on in your mind that you do need a, a resource someplace to go yeah, to absolutely. help you and like you said, falling forward a little bit every time until you got to the point where you could leave. Yep. Yeah. I know my, my mom had the best idea when I finally did leave. He was on a he was on a duck hunting trip or something, and I had moved out and moved in with a friend, but all my stuff was at the house, and he wouldn't let me go there. So, I uh, my mom said just. Say you left your keys, you know, in your husband's car, and I had joy. I had like eight Project of my friends. Project Operation Rescue Lori, yes. and, yeah. and I in, moved in, out everything out of the house except for like a couple of things, including we took the toilet, toilet paper. paper. Wow! But <laughs> that's how I could. That was the yeah. only way to get in the house and get my stuff. Mm-hmm. He was holding it hostage. So I was like, I needed my friend Julia to organize that for me, and yeah. so Alexander House is really. I mean, the 24-hour emergency hotline, hotline, and I mean, everything that they do, it's just amazing work that's making a difference and yes. changing people's lives. I have one question. What was the one thing that, like, once you reached out to Alexandra House and started working with them, what was the one thing that made you feel safe or know that this was the right place to be so that maybe other people who are experiencing this can kind of have that assurance that this is the, you know, that they can go there? You know, what was the one kind of the, the thing that stood out the most to you? Um, they were very concerned about my safety. And so they made sure to tell me about ways to cover my tracks. Um, that included any searching on the Internet because people can review your history in your browser. Um, also calling on a phone or having um, a phone that they can't see that you've made the phone call. So making sure you're in like a safe environment. They were very up, upfront about that, making sure I felt safe when I was on the phone with them. Um, and then also I let them know all of the problems I was facing of getting out. And so they reassured me, yes, we have a resource for, you know, a legal advocate. We have a resource for therapy. We have, so they kind of just laid out all the resources and said, this is a lot of information. So how, you know, how can we help you? So that was, that was the best thing. Really? That's amazing. Candace, congratulations. I mean, I don't know what you say, um, but I mean, it's really helpful that you are willing to talk to our listeners as we're trying to raise funds for the Alexandra House and willing to share your story with us. 
Yes. Yes, thanks for having me. I appreciate that. And I know it will help somebody. (laughs) Absolutely. Of course it will. Of course it will. And thank you. And again, we are raising money for the Alexandra House. This is why we're making a film. This is why we're doing all this crazy stuff. It's for charities and to bring awareness Mm -hmm. to what the Alexandra House does and the resources and also to give them, you know, a chance to have some funds that from an area... You know, it's been tough for, for nonprofits. Oh, very. It's, mm-hmm. it's been really tough for nonprofits. So I love um, meeting Candace and her sharing your story. And Lori, I always am in shock when you share yours, too. I oh, I say, know. I, I, I yeah. seem like I would be the least likely person, but that is that... It, anybody any any it, it, it can it can happen it can yeah. happen at different ages and different times it's just such a um circular you know thing and i didn't have any kids kids in the money issue in the financial abuse or anything yeah kind of i mean i walked away i lost i lost a lot of money and yeah. i lost um you know yeah. uh, i had to figure out later okay what part did i play in that and that i felt how did I how did I miss that? I, I was in a, a group for domestic violence okay. for thirty weeks. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday night. And then I did some group there. I mean, I just had to do some work on like, okay. Mm-hmm. How did this happen to me? How did this happen? Why didn't I recognize it? Now I've got like X ray vision. I can when I I mean when I my flag when I have a red flag alert on somebody, I'm telling you, between my cancer and my previous experience. Sometimes, you know, I would just say to somebody, no, that, that person, no. That's no. not right for you. Yeah, Good. I can see it. Good for you. That's strong. I can see yeah. it. So, and it also made me get in a place where when I did meet Casey, mm-hmm. I I was like, oh. You realize what true Well, I just, and- I didn't ever realize maybe how much, how important it was to me that somebody be a person of, that they are, have a, that their character matches what they say, mm-hmm. nice, yes. their action, their words, that they have a job that they like, that they have a good relationship with their family, yes. and uh, that they're kind. You know, I was always getting blinded by the D in the wallet. And with that... That just made my eyelashes flutter every time. And with that, it's time <laughs> yeah, it's for t- Hollywood speak. Hey, yo. All right, we'll be right back. Oh, we've got so many things to get to the meaning to. And one of the things is we are taking donations here at My Talk 1071 Keyword Project. If you'd like to donate. Oh, I feel like a. Oh, we're doing what? We're doing where great. We're All right, we're at, at 26000 We're at $2,670. Grant is going to share the silly picture of himself. As a baby, which is Silly. so cute. Yes, yes. That's, and then they're working on it right now. his Auntie Bev made a doll. So granted, his own little doll a as a boy. A ceramic doll. He had a yeah. ceramic creepy doll. But Dressed it is, as him. It's it beautiful. is kind of sweet. It's so sweet. Yeah. It reminds me of like, because um, there were like those hand-painted dolls. Like oh. I think my mom, I don't know if she's old enough to have a hand-painted dolls, but Dolls didn't like they didn't get good. They weren't plastic until Chrissy grow your hair. Yeah, which I have. Like that. Exactly. Or Barbie. Barbie. Or Barbie. Barbie yeah. was plastic. They were yeah. ceramic. I'm. You know what? I never liked the. I never. I'll have to ask my mom, but I really don't have any recollection of having like a doll, a oh. baby doll that I fed or anything. Oh, because I had a sister who for three days we were the same age. And she was so much smaller than me. She was like my baby, my baby doll. Got it. Then my mom had another uh, baby, yes. and she's two and a half years younger. 
And then you and had I, one. And then I had another little baby <laughs> doll. Had real I had doll. real dolls to play with. I had siblings. Human. And then you siblings. did. And then when I was 11, my brother was born, and we vexed my dad to no end because we would put wigs on him and oh, I love dress it. him in our clothes oh, and we yeah. make him do things <laughs> like, you know, do this, spin, do three somersaults. I mean, he was just a, like our little oh. baby. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Be bitch. Basically. I, I, Lori, well, <laughs> you also had to take care of them. Well, I did. I did. My it, mom and dad loved to go to the NCO club and have some cocktails uh-huh. and drink. And I was the built-in babysitter. You were. I only dropped my brother once on his head on the stairs. And I've often wondered <laughs> if, that's, if that's got anything going on with what's going on. That's and funny. we swore my siblings to secrecy. secrecy of and course. Never, this may be the first time I've said it out loud. You dropped him. That's how tired you, you I am. You probably didn't drop him that hard. Oh, he was like, yeah, he was like two months old. But then I remember thinking, well, that's what my parents get for, you know. You just made him talk. I love it. Me. That's what they get for leaving me <laughs> with their child. Child. And, uh, it's and because I'm a younger, older person, this was in the old days when there were cloth diapers. And it was so <laughs> much still fun. still cloth diapers. But a cloth diaper, Julia, that you'd want, oh. that you'd flush the toilet and you'd go like this. Like, you'd go like that to get the poopy out. Oh, God. It was... An old school diaper, yeah. That wouldn't be fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, Julia. I, but I had a good plastic doll. Oh, I did. did you? Yeah, She yeah. was the redhead. Well, you were, you, I mean, you I had mean, a little sister, yeah. but you're youngest, so... Yes. No, Catherine was younger than me, but... She mm-hmm. wouldn't let you be her baby. She wouldn't I didn't be a baby want, doll. No. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Well... We didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was really a tangent on that. Uh, should we... Is there anything to Hollywood speak? Well, how about this one? Harry, Megan, desperate to edit memoir, Netflix show after Queen's death. Okay, these are what this is what the palace morons are spreading to page six and the Daily Mail. Okay. They, it's amazing to me that they spend so much tr- time dragging Harry and Meghan when you have mm-hmm. a king who is known to be ill-tempered and dysfunctional and is in a panic because the crown season five is coming mm-hmm. november 9th mm-hmm. uh, it really kind of blows me away how yeah. many headlines that they're devoting to harry megan leave him alone they want to be left alone okay tom brady and giselle Bunchen are staying separately while in miami you know the hurricane's coming but not in miami it's going up to it's, it's, on, it's the on the side. other side coast it's yeah. on the it's on the um west coast the gulf side so and so Naples, it's going fort myers tampa all the way up all the way up sarasota oh tampa and so now they're in miami but they're staying separately do you think they're a done deal <sighs> julia i think that this has been a very orchestrated all these all these things her interview i mean i guess i've run out of caring about this except I love for it. this I I except know. for this fact i'm i'm curious about how the how it affects his football 
yeah. you know, career. I, we want to just send our, you know, this this is a scary, it's a category four. Well, that's downgraded. It was a, two hours ago, it was a category five. Oh, was it? Yes, okay. it was. So, that's, so 155 five mile winds is happening, mm-hmm. a million people without power. Mm-hmm. Okay, what other things do we have? Okay, here's one. Mindy Kaling, if you're a 42-year-old woman with kids, it makes people sad. Why is that? I I can't even Hollywood speak that. Well, I think... With kids or without? With kids. With kids. Why would that make anyone sad? Because she gets crap because she, they're, you know, she's got the kids as a, a solo mom? person. Oh, for crying out loud. That is ridiculous. Isn't it, it is. But she's just telling you what people are sharing with her. It makes me sad that you don't have anyone to share your kid's life with. She also people gets are... to be in charge of parenting 100%. She also gets to be in charge of how those kids are raised 100%. Mm-hmm. She, her rule is the rule. I mean, mm-hmm. there are pluses and minuses. Yeah. Kelsey Ballerini, we've all changed a lot the last couple of years. Life has forced us to. Okay, she got divorced from her husband that she has only been married to for four years, and two of them were COVID. And he just wrote a song. He's a musician, isn't he, Grant? You know this I stuff. I think She's just yeah. re- she's rewritten the lyrics to a couple of songs that were about him. Yes. I think he... Um, Something happened during COVID. He was stepping out on her. You think so? Yep. All right. And And then she got a phone call. Saying, if you don't want these photos to come out, you're going to have to pay me some money, something like that. Uh oh. And so she just kicked his Uh-oh. butt right to the curb, and she's going to be fine. Uh-oh. She was too young. I've to got get a new one. Mackenzie Scott, mm-hmm. billionaire philanthropist, files for divorce. Oh no, after from that being math teacher. Two years. Oh dear. Less than two years after announcing their intention to give away the vast fortune. She and her husband, Jan DeWitt, a former science teacher, are parting ways. She oh. filed for divorce. Well, she's got F.U. money for days. Oh, of course she does. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, um, she... I'm sorry that didn't work out I for know her. it. Here, there were recent signs that the partnership was no more. Previously grateful nonprofits that had received grants from Ms. Scott and Mr. Jewett thanked them both, but recent... Re- Recipients have just thanked her. Yeah, maybe you know it's not easy to be married to a billionaire when you're assigned a science teacher salary. That's a big jump. Big big jump, and who knows what was going on? They she kind of got married quick. I feel like she wanted to beat Jeff to the altar because he totally humiliated her with old uh, Lauren. I'm sure she had an ironclad. Um, oh, she did. Mm-hmm. You know she would have. Yeah. But I wonder if it's stressful, like, being married and giving away all that money. Like, it sounds easier than it is. You it, know? It, yeah, I don't know. It's a full-time it, job. She's got this whole... De- I mean, she's yeah. dedicated. She's showing billionaires how to be billionaires and give yeah. away money. And, she, and She's amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to put it on to the stress of giving away all that dough. And we, he, he just wants to you have You just a, wrote another check for a billion dollars? We, I don't know. Just, He's got, yeah. Just something there, you know. And then she really realized there. that she didn't like him that much. <laughs> oh, At the this end of... This is even better. Oh, yeah. No, this it's hard to give better. away money. And, and, and he knows the numbers because he's a math teacher. That's right. Science and math. He's so sick of citing all the extra zero, 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 I'm zero, so zero. glad I'm here to explain all this. And then I, she ran out of lust and steam for him. There she you realized go. she really didn't like him that much. Oh, gosh. Here the we go. The sexual attraction right, was we, done. We um, would love it if you donated. We are um, live at Twin Cities Film Fest. This is Lori and Julia. We'll be right back. 
For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me October 4th for Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms. Forums.